Okay, we're up to Parag Yudches, page Kufpei. We're in the sugya of of Yiras Shemaim. It's not an easy topic. We spoke about this at length, how Yir is not a popular subject. It's not easy to talk about Bismaneinu. And the Mechabi here, as we learned, divides Yiras Shemaim to different madregas, the five madregas that we spoke about before. So let's just begin on Kufpei. Which is hard, but we understand it very clearly. Yiras are covered. We'll just mention here for a moment. Yiras Hashlemis is really the main subject of this parak. Yiras Aremis, Yiras Achei. Rechavnu Sadibu B'Madrega Rishana Hanikas Yiras Aynish. So the past few weeks we've been talking about Yiras Aynish. HaMadrega Hashnia. The second Madrega, which we probably haven't heard of, it's not this term is not commonly found in this farm, but it's called Hanukkah's Yiras HaKovid. Yiras HaKovid. What does that mean? This is B'muvan Musayim Tzuras Kenyana Daimali Yiras Ha'inish. Even before we define exactly what that is, as far as how one acquires it, it's similar to the way of acquiring Yiras Ha'inish. Kishem Shebi Yiras Ha'inish. What's the underlying motive that a person has? What's the, what is it in the person's mind? That that causes him to want to behave as a result of Yiras Ha'inesh. The person is focused on himself, and that focus on himself says to him a very simple thing: You don't want to suffer. You want to have things good in this world and the next world. And because punishment, suffering, and pain is something which a human being naturally seeks to avoid, Yiras Ha'inesh is a is a very natural. Uh, instinctive um, feeling that a person has to strengthen that in the context of one's avodas Hashem, of course, is not as easy as being afraid of a fire that you could see with your eyes, or of uh, or uh, of any other uh, dangerous thing in the world that one could see with one's eyes. Nevertheless, it's understood that a person wants to have a good life here and in the hereafter, and therefore the person who is focused on himself. And his well-being has a natural, healthy sense of Yiras Ha'inish. Similarly, Yiras HaKavit works in a similar way. He says, We understand that since a person hasn't seen Gehenim, we've heard about it, we've learned about it, and as we spoke about last week, nowadays it's not really learned or studied or spoken about, and for many reasons it's not important to go into now. But the point is that Gehenna is not anything that any of us have ever felt or that we really understand. Rakhla Neshama, the Neshama certainly knows what that is, and the Neshama is certainly afraid of that. So, even though it's naturally instinctive for a person to avoid suffering and to seek reward and to seek all that is good, Gehenna is a type of suffering that we don't understand, we don't know of, and we haven't felt it physically. And Gan Eden is a type of reward and pleasure that we don't understand, and it's not anything that's physical. And therefore, that covet, that honor, that is awaiting each and every one of us in Gan Eden, because of the mitzvahs that we keep, and because of our effort to avoid others, it's something which we could read about, we could hear about, but it's not anything really we understand or feel. When it comes to COVID, 
in shul, when it comes to covet at work, when it comes to covet in the house, husband and wife, that's something which we all hope for and seek, and it's very, very natural to behave in, in a, a, a way that will engender that kind of covet for oneself. But as far as Gan Eden is concerned, we don't really know what that means. We know that it's a good thing, but we don't feel it. It's not anything that we could feel. In other words, this fear that if I'm not going to be a good boy or a good girl, then I'm not going to have any covet in Gan Eden, that in the world after this world, I'm not going to be uh, looked up to uh, highly, and I'm not going to be uh, respected and honored in the next world. That's something which is Einamul Chashi Eitzel Ha'adam. It's not something that we feel, that we can relate to. The part of us that is familiar with that and understands how important it is and how Chashiv it is to, uh, to have covet in the world beyond this world, that's really only the Neshama. It's not anything that we could feel that we've ever felt physically. And we relate to physical things. Uh, the covet that we get at home or in shul or at work, that's a covet that we could feel. It's something which uh, is very real. Uh, and, and people work very hard to, to, uh, to receive. But as far as the guf is concerned, regarding the next world, a person doesn't feel that covet of the next world. And here once again, we refer to a very, very precious kayach that a person has, which is imagination, the kayachatsiyah, to imagine, to try to paint images in his mind as much as possible through learning and understanding what is Ganeidim. What is, what is it for uh, uh, the Neshama to be honored in Ganeidim and to be Messiah, all kinds of Tzirim in one's mind? But we learned already over the past few weeks that the Kohat is something also that it's very, very hard to perfect. It's very hard to feel that. So, Yeshlam Yechidei Skula, there are some great uh, there are people who are great in the Kohatsiyah. And not only that, that the Teva of certain individuals, not necessarily great people, but it's the Teva, it's the nature of certain people that have a very strong Rotson for Kohat. A tremendous desire to be respected and honored. Obviously, that could be in a good way, and that oftentimes spills over into, into things that are not so good. But there's a teva that some people have, a starker rotsen to have covet. For these people, obviously, um, to think about and to focus and to be mitzayer images of covet beyond this world is much easier than a regular person who doesn't have such a strong rotsen for covet. He has a natural, healthy rotsen for covet, but not a very strong rotsen for covet. The person who is inclined towards needing covet more and wanting covet more, years are covered, the fear of not getting covered even beyond this world is something which is more within his reach than a person who doesn't have such a strong need for covet. So that person can even can even feel it like Kaihatsir, even without using the imagination and working on it. But by most people by the majority of the world, uh, this this desire for covet it's there, but it's not so strong. It is not so revealed. Therefore, 
in order to in order to uh, acquire this type of year, which is the year of of not of not being respected and honored after this world, the years are covered. Most people would have to work on that very hard to that it should actually affect their behavior in their present lives, and they'd have to use the kachatzir. It's a karbiyan, kachatzir. It's a rayv hanoshim who dechalash. We already spoke about this a lot. That the kachatzir that the Bali Musa spoke about a great deal, especially in this past generation of Chaska Levenstein, the great the great mashgiach of Panovich. Uh, it's the kachatzir in general is very weak nowadays by most people. There's not much that's left up to the imagination anymore. Uh, people people are so used to having others, professionals, uh, artists, uh, musicians, uh, um, uh, movie producers, and uh, to create all kinds of images that the mind is not, except for these very creative people, the mind is not working naturally uh, as much in that area of seer as it used to. And for most people, it's weak nowadays. Therefore, Rav Schwartz says that this particular madrega of Kavit, he's not really going uh, of Yira, he's not really going to focus on and discuss. It's connected to Yira Sainish and it requires the same type of uh, avoida. And it's not for most people. It's not the focal point of their avoida in Yira that would actually help them. Uh, observe Torah mitzvahs to stay away from Averis. It's not something, therefore, which should be discussed at length at this time. If you're such a person, then very good. Then, then uh, good luck. But for an average person to come to this madrega of years are covered, it would take a great deal of time. The truth is, it's better to work on simple Yerusha'inesh, which is related to this, but to work on simple Yerusha'inesh, as we've been learning the past few weeks. And he should skip, actually, the Indian of Yerusha'kavit and go right into the focal point of this parak, which is Yerusha'inesh. Now, on page Kufpe Aleph, Rav Schwartz reminds us that Whenever you're skipping something, because this, there is a Seder, and this is found in the Surah Makadashim, so Bechal Dilug, any time that you're skipping something, Tmunas Akonimus there's always hidden a certain uh, danger in skipping a step. But here of Schwartz says, There are two things. First of all, as we just learned, it's quite difficult to acquire this. It's not something which most people think about. And uh, and also and also Uzman Hashko Meruba it requires a great deal of time that needs to be invested in this in this Machshava of Yer Sakovin. And besides all of that, Umagam Shalafam may roiv shadamis asik yoisimidaizman is in Yinakovit. Bihlal, it's not the best thing for a person to be thinking so much about COVID and to be worried so much about COVID, not in this world. Certainly that's wrong. And if he's and if he begins to uh, obsess over COVID beyond this world, that could have a negative effect upon him in this world as well. Uh, meaning it might not help him in his Avedis Hashem, it could cause certain setbacks. COVID, in general, is not something that's good for a person to think about too much. Uh, he might end up losing more than gaining. could be that he's a, uh, could be he's a simple, humble fellow, and uh, he started off working on Yosef COVID, the Shem Shemaim, to help him 
uh, stay more in line. And it could be that as a result of that, uh, he became more wrapped up in himself than he ever used to be. So, maho ilu chachamim So what did we gain? Could be that the hefset here, the loss, could be greater than any gain. L'chein, therefore, because of all of this, nidaleg l'shlav haba, shuhu yiras Therefore, we're going to skip and move to the to the ikinakudah uh, here of the parak, which is yiras hashlemus. Now, what is that exactly? What's the avoid of Yiras HaShleimus? Yiras HaShleimus, Perusha Sha'odim Reitzev Shayev Lihiyos Sholem, worded in a positive way, and we should think of it in a positive way. Yiras HaShleimus means the underlying Yisod of Yiras HaShleimus. Shleimus, of course, means perfection. Yiras HaShleimus literally means I am fearful that I will never perfect myself. I'm afraid of not reaching perfection. I'm afraid of not doing the best I could do and being the best I could be. In a positive way, the under, uh, a way of thinking, the underlying shurish of that is Sha'adam writes of a shayef It is healthy and natural for a person to yearn for shleimus. When we meet individuals who are not feeling that way, or when we see that in ourselves, it's a tragedy. The most healthy, the most healthy shayrish of a human being. An Adam is the oisius ma'id, we spoke about this many times, and ma'id, the ma'idness of a person, the veryness of a person is not to be mediocre, but to constantly strive to be the best he could be. We see that in many areas of life. We see that when it comes to uh, when we were kids, uh, sports, you know, uh, in school, what's motivating the kid to excel? Uh, what's motivated? Whether it's in sports, or whether it's in stu- you know the person who's stronger in academics, or whatever it might be, but there is a natural shi'ifa for shleimus that a person has. This also can be something which is dangerous when it's not uh, when the person's uh, mind is warped and his and his. Uh, idea of, uh, of perfection means to be the perfect thief or the perfect, you know, the perfect murderer. Obviously, uh, those are extreme examples of Yiras uh, HaShleimah's fear of imperfection uh, gone wild uh, when we're dealing with a competitive personality and so on. We understand that the underlying side there is Yiras HaShleimah's and a Shi'ifa Liyos Shalem, a Shi'ifa, a healthy yearning to reach perfection. Now, obviously, as I said a moment ago, it's all going to depend on what the person's definition of shleimus is. If your definition of shleimus is to be the best, to be the uh, the, the uh, best uh, uh, javelin thrower in the world, or, be, or to be the best, you know, uh, person at the uh, at the foul line shooting, you know, the highest percentages of uh, uh, of uh, shots from the foul line, so then you will do whatever you can to reach that shleimus. So you will study all the old uh, uh, clippings or footage of, uh, I don't know any basketball players in the last 25 years or so, but I guess, I don't know if Jerry West is alive, any of those guys. But you will study those, you will study those players, and you will work very, very hard, and you will stay up late uh, in the gym at the foul line, uh, shooting over and over and over again, trying to perfect your foul shot. To say that, that's your idea of shleimus, your way of looking at yourself as a shalom, at some point in life, might have been to be the best foul shooter in uh, Riverdale High. That could be it. Uh, and there are many people who don't mature beyond um, 
uh, small, uh, even silly uh, um, concepts of what in life, what in life uh, deserves all my effort and all my kaiches to be invested into achieving perfection. I have a person, as he gets older, he believes that that, uh, that Shlemus is to be the richest guy, you know, on the block, to have the biggest, the highest uh, job in the, in the, the highest level job in the firm. Uh, these are also uh, silly shifas, but they're more sophisticated and they're more dangerous than the guy that's staying up late shooting uh, free shots from the foul line. So the first thing is, how do we define Shlemus? Now, we don't have any confusion when it comes to that. Uh, entire. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not something which is uh, 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 negotiable. We know what shleimus is. Mahi shleimus. The parak harishin. Even for the person who never got past the first parak in misil sharm, the ramchal tells us right away what is shleimus. In other words, what's the shleimus that each and every Jew, throughout his entire life, must yearn to achieve? What is that shleimus? Makes no difference whether you're smart, you're not so smart, either you're rich, you're poor, you're American, you're Israeli, you're South American, you're Australian, you're a Yid. And the Mr. Shram tells us, what's the Shlemus of a Yid? Man, woman, what's the Shlemus of a Yid? Shlemus of a Yid is the Vekis Bashem. Anybody who learned the first chalik of the Bilvavi and doesn't live with that sentence, missed the point. said the definition of Taiv is Kirvis Alakim. Zehu, that's the tachlis of our lives. Shleimus means Kirvis Alakim, is Dveikis Basha. And that's within every Jew's reach. Every Jew can reach a state of dveikis, and can live in a way of kivus alukim. V'aymer achas shalti, David HaMelech said, achas shalti meis Hashem, oisa vakesh. There is one thing that I ask of Hashem, there's one thing that I seek. Shifti beveis Hashem, kol yimei chayai, lachseis b'naim Hashem levakeh v'eichalo, to be completely dovuk to Hashem, ki rak zehu ha-toiv. Because this itself is the definition of toiv. Anything other than that, any other definition of type, they listen, there are a lot of things in life that you like, and you like uh, shooting from the foul line, that's fine. And you like your job, that's also good. And you work hard, that's also very good. And you want to achieve at work, that's wonderful. You want to, you want to be a person that achieves in your profession, that's very good, that's a healthy thing, that's part of, that's part of this, it's part of this sheaf of Fishlamus as well, and it's a very healthy thing. But one mustn't forget, that David Malkin Mashiach defined, the Torah teaches us, what is the ultimate Shlemus that every Jew, man, woman, young, old, bright, and, and not so bright, every single person must seek to achieve. Shlemus is Bani Kirvis Alakim Litai. So, Kirak Hu Hatayv, Ramchal writes, Kol Zula any other definition, anything else that you say, that that's the tachlis of Shlemus. Again, it's perfectly fine to say, I'm working hard to be promoted. I want to uh, be a better athlete. I want to be a, 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 a better at work. That's all fine. But anything that you take and you and you define that is the ultimate Shlemus, other than Kirvis Alakim, that is the root of all Avadah That's idolatry. That's Avadah 
it's one thing to enjoy a ball game. It's another thing to make that the focal point of your life and to see that your that your tachlis is is perfecting, you know, perfecting uh, your your uh, your athletic uh, prowess. That's that's uh, that's the shurish of our desire. To make something else and and your shlemus in something else in life, the tachlis of your life. <clears throat> that is the root of Avadazar. And that could be your relationship with other people as well. To to make love. To make love into the Tachlis of Shlemus. In other words, not Kirvas Alakim, but Kirvas Basavadam. The Tachlis of your life. And that becomes the that becomes the the focal point of all your Shaifas is to achieve this very, very beautiful, sublime thing that's called love between people. Again, it's a wonderful thing. And it's part of our Avadis Hashem. But to but to redefine Shlemus as Shlemus in that respect, the Sherish of that is Avada Zara, Avada Zara. The worship and service of something other than Kibbis Olakib, Fekis Bashem. Anything other than Kibbis Olakim that is defined as Taiv, as the ultimate Taiv, and it's Hevel that we learned this. It's Hevel, it's Narishkai. And it's, it's false. It's a mistake. Imkeng, that's the Ramchal. Imkeng. Reishis, Nitzreches, Hakar, Bekar. The beginning, of course, the first thing when it comes to Yerush HaShlemus. To be afraid that I'm not going to achieve Shlemus. The beginning of that is, Nitzreches, Hakar, Bekar, Shai Shlemus, Hidveikus, Bekar, Shboruchu. One first has to know, what is Shlemus? So Shlemus is, Dveikus, Bekar, Shboruchu. L'achashe, Yeshna, Hakar. Now that's not so easy. That was the whole first Chaylik. And that's not easy. We have, that's, that's something we have to work on every day of our lives. But once a person recognizes this, or he's in the parsha, in the sugya of recognizing that the Vekis Bashem is the tachlis of our shlemus, then Once a person realizes that this is the tachlis of my life, shlemus Bashem, then what would normally follow is to want that. But again. There is a space in between understanding and wanting. We've been talking about that all of the years. Uh, over all of these years, most of us have, Baruch Hashem, reached a point where we understand what is right, we understand what's good. Understanding something, being makir something, doesn't necessarily mean that you are desperately, that you feel desperately in need and that you want it desperately, because many people are just misyayish. I understand that it's good, what am I going to do? It's not for me, I can't. There are many reasons why the Rutzen is not strong, even though your intellectual hakara is healthy. That doesn't necessarily mean that your Rutzen is strong. It should be. But we know life is not, is, is not that simple. So once there's a hakara, it's a Shia Rutzen. Therefore, the Rav Schwartz in, in the Sefer works a lot, and the other one works a lot in strengthening one's Rutzen. That's a major subject in Arisa Shuvah Rav Cook as well. Strengthening, once I know something, Strengthening my rotsen to have that. So she rotsen lirtsis lashlemus hazos. Well, achas she eshna rotsen amiti. When a person feels a true rotsen, then magia hayira shema rotsen zela yismali. When you really want something, then you begin to get nervous. Uh oh, maybe I'm not going to get it. If you don't really want something, so look. If I don't get it, I don't get it. When you really want something, then you're afraid you're not going to have it. If you don't really want something, the fact that you know that it's a good thing, but if you don't really want it. So you can live without getting it. No, it's not the worst thing. Only when you know that it's the tachlis and you're filled with the rotsen to get that tachlis, then you could have years hashlemus. 
then you can begin to feel afraid. I think I'm not, I'm not getting it. I'm not, I'm doing things that are preventing me from getting what I want. If you don't, if you're lacking in the hakara, recognizing that that's the tachlis, a, or even if you recognize it, but b, you don't have a strong rutzen or you're given up hope and ever achieving it. So then you're not afraid of not getting there because you don't expect to get there or you lost hope in it. So there has to be a strong rutzen. When there's a strong rutzen, then a person can begin to feel afraid. You know what? If I'm going to speak Lashon Hara, that's going to that's getting in the way of my reaching my sheif or my longing for shleimus. You know, if I'm going to look at the wrong things, if I'm going to look at the wrong things, and my brain's going to get filled with all kinds of stupid things, then you know that's going to get in the way of of the shleimus that I that I that I want to achieve. If I'm going to if I'm going to uh, scream and yell, lose my temper, you know, that's that's getting in the way of my of, of my tachlis. I'm not going to get there, and I'm afraid because I want to get there. I know that's my ultimate goal. That's what I'm trying to achieve, and I desperately want to get there. If I don't know it, or if I know it and I don't want it, then if someone tells me, by the way, buddy, you know what you're saying is keeping you away from your shleimus. I say, no. So what am I going to do? The shleimus anyway. I'm not going to. I'm not going to reach. So I'm satisfied where I am. Then there's no yiras hashleimus. So only when the person feels he recognizes the tachlis and he has a rotsan amiti. Then there's a fear that maybe I'm not going to get there. To what can this be compared? A person has, Baruch Hashem, he has a chasna. He has a chasna to attend. And he wants to get to the chup. And the chuppah, the chuppah is set for 7 o'clock at night. Bamis. I mean, uh, I guess it was called for 6, but the, the, chuppah, the, chuppah is at, the chuppah is at 7. Now, the chuppah is at 7. Now, the chuppah is at 7. Now, the chuppah is at 7. There is a bus that leaves at 6. The 6 o'clock bus the six o'clock bus is going to be there in time for the chuppah. You know, and that's how it works next to so. So the, if you get that bus, you have that bus to B'nai Brak, or you get, you're in B'nai Brak, you have that bus to Yerushalayim, you need to get on the six o'clock bus to make the seven o'clock chuppah. And the person knows that if he gets on the six o'clock bus, he'll be at the chuppah for, by seven. He was running a little bit late. As the guy gets closer to the bus to the bus stop, Now, he sees the bus is on time and the bus is is coming. There's six o'clock and the bus is coming. But he's still a block or two away from the bus stop. He was running late. Now the next bus is missing the chuppah. He's going to miss the chuppah. And he sees that bus a block or two away. He, he feels inside of him this fear, uh-oh, this could be. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'm not a bad runner. I, I, I can I do my best, and I'm going to give it my best, but I might not make this bus. And if I'm not going to make this bus, then, then this friend of mine is going to be disappointed because I, 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 uh, I told him I'd be at the Chopa. Now, it depends. If this person's rotsen 
Now, he knows intellectually that he should be at the Chuppah. Now, let's talk about his Ratzin. If his Ratzin is very strong, if it's his cousin, if it's his, if it's his uh, brother-in-law, the Chassan, if, if she's the Kala and it's her Chassan, right, that's at the Chuppah. So when there's a very stocky Ratzin, when the Ratzin is very, very strong, we understand. So then the fear of missing the bus is greater. Not only will that guy not be running after the bus at uh, 6.01, he'll be sitting in the bus at 5 to 6 or 10 to 6, looking at a cipher, waiting, waiting for the bus. Because that's how afraid and nervous he is of missing the bus, because it's so important to him. Because right now, the shlemus of this moment of my life is being misamech, this friend of mine or cousin or whatever it is at the Chuppah. And I'm afraid that if I'm not at the bus on time, I'm going to miss the Chuppah. So because of that Yiris Hashlemus, again as a marshal, which now means making the Chuppah, that because of that Yiris Hashlemus, he'll be at the bus stop early. He certainly will not be uh, two blocks away. And if something happened in Aynas, he's going to run faster than he ever ran in his life. We understand that the, let's say it's not a cousin, it's not a brother-in-law, it's not a good friend, it's an acquaintance, a chaver, no. If I don't make the chuppah, I'll still be able to get there for a dance, and I'll be able to be there in time for the main, you know, dish, whatever it is. So if it's weaker, if that hakara a of his personal definition of shlemus right now, which is chuppah, if that's weak, or even if he knows it's an important thing, but his rutzen is weak. His rutzen, he knows it's important to him, and it would make his friend happy. But the rutzen is not so strong. I can make him happy, you know, after. It's not so strong. So, so his fear of missing the bus is not so terrible. So he's sitting, he's in his apartment, he's looking at the clock, it says three minutes to six. The bus stop is two blocks away. No, no. I mean, he's going, and he's interested in getting there, but if it doesn't work out, it's Therefore, his fear of missing the bus is weaker. It's, it's a weaker, it's a weaker fear that he has uh, that he's going to miss the bus. Again, we're using the chuppah as an example of shleimus. Of course, not shleimus. We're using an example of uh, of shleimus for him right now in his life. Page kufpei beis. Vanimshal. The nimshal is obvious. The stronger a person's rotsam to be close to Hashem, that's the tachlis. The stronger a person feels that rotsam to be uh, close to Hashem, the stronger that is, and it's more powerful in a very clear way. So, now we're talking about fear of sin. To that degree, that he has a strong rotsen, and you see the underlying is that is very positive. We learned this with the Yerusha Einish. The shurish of fear, it's got, it has a bad, it has a bad rap. The reason is because people always were taught that fear is a bad thing. Fear of God is a negative thing, as we spoke about last week and two weeks ago. And be, and they don't want to hear about this. Being afraid, being afraid is always negative. But the shurish of all fear of Hashem is rotsen l'skarev, the rotsen to be close to Him. And if I really love him and I want to be close to him, then I'm afraid to batch up. Then I'm afraid that, that if I do this avayu, that's going to keep me from the bus. I mean, that's going to keep me from the chuppah. I'm going to miss the bus. 
I'm going to miss the chuppah. I'm going to miss that opportunity for kivas alakim. That aver is going to get in the way. So the the focal point here is not negative and fear and and all of that. The the shurish of it is I is kivas alakim and I understand that and I want it. Mimela, because I understand it and I want it, it's clear to me that that this aveira could prevent that shleimus, and I'm afraid of missing the chuppah. I'm afraid to miss this meeting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, he's more afraid of Avedah than say, no, all right, so Muks is not such a big deal. All right, so it's a All right, so I'm not such a big tzaddik, so I go, uh, to the, I go to the beach a little bit. No, 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 so I'm not such a big tzaddik. I've never said it was a I mean, all these lashonas, it's not the point here, he's not afraid. Why should he be afraid? He doesn't have that rotsn of kivus of the kim. He's not afraid. He's not missing any chuppi. He comes. He'll come after the chuppi. He doesn't care about the chuppi. That doesn't bother him. He doesn't have a rotsn to meet the kaddish baruch That's why he could say such silly things like, "All right, I'm not such a big tzaddik, so what if I watch that show? So what? I did other avayers. <laughs> I did other avayers. I missed many chuppi. So what if I miss my? So what if I miss my sister's chuppi? All right, so I missed many chuppi in my life. I mean. But but any normal person would say, wait a second. There's a difference between your sister. It's not a straight. It's not a, a, a third cousin. It's your sister. How can you how can you be? What are you doing? You're going bowling. Your, your sister's getting married. I missed many times. I missed the chuppah. You have no hasaga of what it means to be close to your sister. You don't love your sister. You're crazy. You're not you're not worried about missing the chuppah of your sister. I mean, but these are the things that we say. That becomes it comes as a result of one's lack of a identifying what shleimus is and b. Even if you know the shlemus, you don't want that shlemus. You're misyayish, so you don't care. Therefore, the more hidden that rutzen for kibbutz alakim is in your life, the zuyiraki idea sichlus that slow might be something you read about the misyayish shem you know about that kibbutz alakim litov, but you don't feel it and you don't have a rutzen. So therefore, the result of that is. You're not particularly afraid of not achieving that shleimus. You're not worried about it. it. Doesn't get you nervous. If you miss the bus, you miss the bus. If there's a little aveira, sometimes even a big aveira. No, no, the shkefelach there are other aveiras. So what? Okay, you know, God still loves me. It's all right. You don't have a year of shleimus. Climber. Yeish lano avchan avrua ben yidiyais haserich legilai rotsin. As we learned from the beginning, there's a very big difference between knowing something in your brain intellectually and really wanting it. That's some kol adam shleimus deberam chal. The truth is, any person that learns this first paragraph of Ramchal, any certainly any Orthodox Jew, Jew would admit that uh, uh, that the Ramchal is right, and that the Tachlis of life is to be carved by is to is kivus of the is to have is to have a relationship with Kesharu. But that's something that he knows about, and something that from time to time, maybe in a Yom Kippur, something he thinks about. But even though this. Now this piece of information is known to everybody. Every Jew, every certainly every Shemim uh, says knows this. The question always is, as we've learned throughout, how badly do you want this? Now that you know it, how important is it to you? What's your rutsin? If it's just a, if it's just another thing that you know, not only you are a person that uh, that that you're up on the latest. Uh, Stock prices and, and and how much a barrel of oil costs. I was someplace the other day. They were they were Torah and they were talking about oil for an hour. I felt very left out because the only oil I know about is from Hanukkah, and they were talking about the price of oil and I don't know what's going on with that. I know it's an important thing and people are being 
messed up because of it. But but uh, the fact that a person the fact that a person uh, knows something uh, that 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 doesn't mean that there's a hiskashis. There are many things in a person's life that he knows. What are you makushit to? What do you want? So the fact that something uh, you know the price of oil, are you uh, is that something for a person who's an economist? He's makushit to that, and he should be makushit to that. He, 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 that's his profession, and he has to be afraid. Uh oh, you know if I don't know what the, what oil costs today, then I'm not going to be able to help people that are paying me for my for my uh, services. I'm getting calls, and I have I have clients that are coming to talk to me about the economy and about stocks. If I'm not up on the latest thing that's going on with oil, then I could cause people a hefzit, and therefore I'm afraid, A, of hurting other people, B, of hurting my profession, losing my job, my panasa. So he's therefore more makusha to the price of oil. It's understandable. And he sees that as a tachlis of his shlemus. A person who, who, the fact that a person knows something, for a person who's not an economist, or that's not his profession, he might be interested in the price, but then he's makusha to that idea. It's idea about so the same way you know you ask him who won the uh, who won the uh, uh, you know the the Cy Young award in 1956. Okay, so you to that. And uh, but if you're maybe if you're a, a sports historian or you're going uh, you're going to be on some uh, television show and they give you know fifty thousand dollars and they're asking questions about the uh, baseball, that could be an important thing. And you could be afraid. Oh, I didn't I didn't brush up on all the Cy Young award. Uh, you know winners uh, 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 that could be a hefsit. But the fact that someone knows something, that doesn't mean that this is chabas. Much of our Yiddishkeit, unfortunately, and much of the things that we've learned over over the years are like, uh, you know, Cy Young Award winners and uh, barrels of oil and other things that, unfortunately, we don't see as, as, as having much uh, of an effect upon our lives. Uh, and because of that, we're not really afraid of, of missing the chuppah. Uh, so, uh, the person, therefore, is not afraid that maybe I will not be able to be masik this if it's not the tachlis of your life. If you don't get there on time, if you miss the chuppah, whatever it is, nishkafel. So what? It's not the worst thing. It's not the worst thing. Hashem's book should help each and every one of us that we should a know clearly and chazit over a thousand times what is shleimus. Ani kevus and to help us more and more and more to want that so that ultimately. Each and every one of us, each and every one of us, we, we won't have to run after the bus. We'll be sitting there waiting with the safer, and we'll be able to get to the chuppah to meet the Bari Olam in the right time, in the right way, and in that way, we'll be zeicher for the big appointment that all of us have at the Bari Olam, which for all of Klai Yisrael, every single person, each lay neda, no one will be missing. With the Gula Shem Ramitish, Mehemi Amen.